everyone, and welcome to the Rising Stars podcast. I am your host, Brianna Moriarty. Today, we have John Maley on the podcast. He is the channel partner executive for Star Migronics and a former chef. So, John, thank you so much for being here. Um, can you start by telling me about your background as a chef in restaurants and kind of how you got into your current role at Star? Yeah, absolutely. So I worked in the, in the restaurant industry for almost 20 years. Um, I started, I was about 14, 15 years old. Family friend of ours had a, had a wedding cake shop and, you know, I was, I was obsessed with cakes. And so I, I started, she was a Johnson Wales graduate. So she kind of recommended to me if it was something I was interested in and I wanted, you know, formal education. So I went to Johnson Wales University in Providence, Rhode Island. Uh, and from there, you know, I, I, kind of, you know, tried a little bit of everything, you know, worked five star, five diamond hotel and resort, uh, premium country clubs, Michelin star restaurant, fine dining, fast, casual, definitely, you know, had some experience uh, in a little bit of everything. Yeah. Yeah. You've definitely been all over the place and tell us about what you currently are doing at star. So my current uh, position at star is a channel partner executive. One of my responsibilities is to, you know, oversee flow of product in the channel Mm-hmm. Um, so I work closely with our partner resellers and distributors to, to ensure that. That's great. So given your extensive background in restaurants, what would you say is the most important technology for kitchens in restaurants? So I think hands down, it has to be an integrated point of sale system, right? We're, we're seeing, you know, increase in online ordering servers and bartenders, you know, employees in the restaurant who are responsible for taking orders, you know, their time is limited. They need to make sure that they have the dietary restrictions correct, the seat numbers correct. You know, you really want to deliver that good, that incredible customer experience. You know, and so so being able to do that, you know, requires that integrated point of sale where you know a server can take that order table side, it gets into the system, you know, and you know you make sure that you you're not running long ticket times. You know, nobody nobody likes waiting for food, right? Yeah, for sure, and. I have a lot of experience in restaurants as a server all through high school and college, and I have to completely agree, um, you know, an integrated point of sale system is super important because I've had experience both in restaurants where it's literally the server writing down the order on a pad and handing it to the chef or a good point of sale system. And I can say the latter um, has definitely been more efficient. So what are some of the challenges that restaurants are facing in their kitchens today? Well, I think today there's there's really two main issues we've got labor right labor is becoming harder and harder to source becoming harder and harder to maintain those employees and you know with with training you know getting them ready and keeping them on board you know the the industry is facing a huge labor shortage so the most recent part of my career uh, has been here in Miami Florida and so tourism, you know, is, is a huge part of, of Florida, you know, and with that, you know, the hospitality industry, you know, we have rising cost of living, uh, making it even more challenging, you know, for, for a lot of these cooks, dishwashers, servers to really, you know, make a living. And I think the, the second main challenge is, you know, the cost of goods, right? We're seeing inflation uh, in food across the board, you know, as a consumer, you know, and the chefs, we see it in the restaurant as well, you know. We used to see rising spikes from, you know, issues with crop, um, you know, or certain outbreaks where, you know, they, they were they were pulling product off the shelves. But right now we're seeing record high prices um, across across food, and 
transportation issues or, you know, adding to those food prices as well? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, you kind of mentioned some of the challenges that they're facing, labor shortages, inflation being one of them, and they're kind of results of the issues that we saw, you know, two years ago now during the the start of the pandemic. So what are you seeing that restaurants are doing to kind of bounce back after the past two years? And how is technology contributing to that? Yeah, you know, it's funny. I don't know that the that the bouncing back is so much on the restaurants. I think that during the pandemic, the restaurants had to be incredibly creative to be sustainable. And, and you know, you saw this with social media. Chefs were creating, you know, cook at home meal kits. They were doing delivery and drop off of their food. I think now, you know, consumers back bounce back super hard. And, you know, restaurants have been busy. Restaurant sales are up. I think it's I think it's more the comfort of the consumer knowing that they can, you know, go into a restaurant, uh, you know, the restaurant doesn't have to space tables out, whatever, six feet apart uh, and things like that. You, you feel comfortable going to a bar with other people, you know, and the bar is full and that energy, you know, is something that I think consumers missed because, um, you know, I know you mentioned that you have restaurant experience and so I'm sure you can agree. It's, you know, some of the most fun that you can have both as an employee and as a, and as a guest. So I think, you know, we really have to appreciate the consumers, you know, coming back, feeling comfortable and driving, you know, those sales. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a huge part of it. Um, I have found it really interesting how some restaurants, as customers continue to come back, they continue with some of the technology that they adopted during the pandemic, such as the QR code menus or ordering from your phone and then just having the server kind of drop off your food versus reverting back to the previous style. And I think a lot of that is contributed to the labor shortage as well. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think also, you know, in the restaurant, sometimes we can be a little stuck in our ways. You know, it's kind of that if it's if it's not broken, don't fix it mentality. And yeah. it takes, you know, events like we've experienced to really force us to, um, you know, introduce the, like QR codes. You know, they've been around forever, but now we're seeing them, you know, being so instrumental in, you know, mm-hmm. allowing people to, again, feel comfortable, uh, you know, ordering food from their chair. Definitely. I've almost gotten into the habit where I just walk into a restaurant and pull out my phone to scan a QR code without even looking. You mentioned, you know, restaurants are kind of taking another hard hit right now with inflation and seeing the prices of everything in the U.S. going up. And, you know, it might result in people being a little more hesitant to go out to eat or order takeout, whether it's the restaurants or, you know, raising prices or people just having to be a little more cost conscious. So what are some of the ways that you think restaurants can kind of approach this in order to keep their businesses healthy? Yeah, this food cost always has been and, and will continue to be the primary focus. So I think now, you know, with labor shortages, but also with, you know, advancements in technology, we need a smart analysis, you know, up-to-date tracking and inventory monitoring as well, you know, Back when I was in the restaurant, you know, we would go over at the start of every day, the end of every day, we would check the vegetables, we would check the proteins, we'd check the herbs, we'd check the dairy, you know, to make sure that, you know, everything is as fresh as it can be, um, you know, because a lot of food costs is tied into waste. And with these unpredictable times, you know, it's, it's becoming more and more challenging to keep that inventory 
So you definitely need the help of technology there, whether you know you have the ability to scan in the boxes that you receive, and your software can kind of you know help analyze you know what's coming in, what's been sitting, you know what has to move, you know the ordering uh, ordering systems. You know when I started, we would leave a voicemail, you know, on our produce company. Mm-hmm. Now things are moving digital, and so we can track, you know, that ordering. We can start to to see our um, you know, our ordering habits and how that relates to our sales, you know, again, based on that, that integrated point of sales system, the analytics are there for us to, you know, study and leverage this technology to, to get above, you know, these issues. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great point. Um, so we're just going to take a really quick break to talk about StarMicronics cloud services. As one of the world's most prominent solution and customer engagement providers, StarMicronics has developed an innovative portfolio of technologies for the retail hospitality, cannabis markets, and more. By connecting Star printers to cloud services, Star has created a practical developer-friendly platform for more efficient, connected, and intelligent systems. Star Micronics cloud services are now available today with the use of your TSP 104 or MC Print series. Learn more today at starmicronics.com. So John, now that you've been on both sides of things, working in both the kitchen and selling technology for kitchens with your knowledge now, tell me what your ideal tech stack would look like if you could go back in time having having today's knowledge. Yeah, so this is exciting. Uh, for me at my at my workstation, you know, where I did production, um, I would have a, a mounted tablet. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have a thermal printer. And I would have a, a Bluetooth barcode scanner. I, you know, I would keep it simple. That that would be it for me. Okay. Um, you know, I think that having a tablet, you know, again, we're talking about all of these integrated systems, right? And so to be able to pull up formulas, to convert formulas, um, you know, to share formulas um, would be would be huge. And then you know, the thermal printer, and that was a that was a big one for me when I started, you know, at Star because I, you know, I always had experience with the impact printer. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I saw the, the speed and the precision and the flat print technology of uh, the thermal printer and paper is so essential in the kitchen, um, you know, from a production standpoint, um, you know, some of my best recipes and formulas were created on three inch wide receipt paper. Wow, right? It's, really? it's right there. Yeah. You know, you hit the feed button, you, you grab a few inches of paper, you rip it off and you, you go and then you know, because as you're creating these formulas, things change, right? You maybe have to add more salt, maybe you want to add more sugar, you know, and so it's easy to kind of scratch it all down. And then you've got this, this formula there and you can kind of tick, uh, stick it in the ticket rail till you're ready to, you know, go to the office and, and type it up. Because again, in the production setting, you know, in a traditional kitchen and, you know, historically there hasn't been too much technology, right? You can't just, you know, pull your laptop up and type mm-hmm. a formula into Excel. And then I think, you know, scanning, looking back, for me to have been able to do inventory with, you know, my iPhone in one hand and a, and a Bluetooth cordless scanner in the other, mm-hmm. you know, and because everything in the kitchen has a barcode, right? All of the boxes that we receive, you know, a, a lot of the bulk product uh, comes packaged with a barcode. Um, so it'd be a really, really simple way to, you know, reduce the time it takes for inventory because, you know, inventory is one of the most time consuming uh, responsibilities of, of a chef. Mm-hmm. 
for sure. I can also say from a server perspective, the paper has definitely come in handy many times when I'm at the table and realize I don't have anything to write down the order on and I just run to the nearest printer and <laughs> press yeah. that button. You know, um, and then from a non-production standpoint, like from, you know, when expediting, right, when, when calling the calling the food to the kitchen and making sure it goes to the right tables, you know, and again, we're touching on labor shortage. So the front of the house staff is, you know, is under pressure during those moments. And so maybe a seat changes and the server comes up to expo and says, hey, chef, you know, seat three is now seat four. And, you know, yeah, the rules of the restaurant, you're going to you're going to update it, you know, on your tablet. But, you know, as the as the expediter, as the chef controlling the flow of the food, you know, you want to make sure that that there's no mistake if the food comes out before the server has had a chance to, you know, make that seat change. So right there, you know, you print out the, the order and you, you know, modify it with your pen or your Sharpie. And, you know, and at least you're then prepared to, again, deliver that excellent customer experience. Exactly. It's all about the experience when dining out in restaurants, because you know, if you go on Yelp or Google reviews, you might see reviews that say the food was excellent, but it's, you know, two, three stars because the service wasn't good. And most of the time it's not, you know, necessarily the server's fault. It's a problem with the technology and everything communicating with one, one another. So you bring up a really good point there. So in addition to that, what would you say the modern kitchen looks like to you? So the modern kitchen for me, you know, it's got to be climate controlled right mm -hmm. with that it has to be comfortable right we need we need better lighting um you know we need low fatigue mats for standing mm -hmm. um i think that um you know it, it, there needs to be the addition of technology whether you have independent stations you know with their own setup right we have to allow um, the employees to do more with less uh, there's less staff in the back of the house and, and you know that's a reality and so we need to you know, leverage that to still be able to produce really, really great food. Yeah, for sure. So you mentioned before that, you know, in the restaurant industry, people can be a little slower to adapt to change, a little bit more resistant. So with that resistance to technology upgrades, how do you think that that's going to affect restaurants over the next few years? It's drastically right. I mean, and and chefs by nature, uh, we are resistant to change. Um, you know, I, I remember growing up in the kitchen. Um, you know, you'd have chefs, and the the tagline would be, you know, my kitchen has two rules. Rule number one: the chef is always right. Rule number two: go back to rule number one. You know, and this <laughs> is the kind of mentality. Yeah, it's crazy, right? But this is the kind of mentality that that exists. And I think that if if you're reluctant to change, if you're reluctant to embrace these technologies, I mean, I think, sadly, you know, there won't be a way to, to remain relevant. I, I, don't, I don't think it's going to be possible in the future. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I mean, I think that can be said with almost any industry, but especially restaurants where, as we mentioned, the experience is everything. Um, so how can STAR help provide their restaurant customers with the technology that they need to succeed? Yeah, well, you know, a lot of the technology that we spoke about today, you know, it, it functions uh, with STAR's hardware, right? With, with hardware manufactured by STAR Micronics. Um, you know, and STAR Micronics were integrated with the, the best softwares on the market. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and another thing that I think is is important is the the quality of product that Star manufactures, right? Because any good chef is focused on quality. And you know, if we're going to add technology in into this space, um, it needs to be reliable. It needs to be functional. It needs to be reliable. It needs to be flexible, scalable. You know, and so I think that that's how that's how Star can help. Absolutely. And are there any other rising trends that you're seeing in the restaurant space that we maybe didn't touch on today? I think, you know, that there's trends that that have been existing that are going to continue to go. You know, we're seeing a lot of a lot of fermentation. You know, we're seeing uh, a lot of mocktails. Right. So Mm -hmm. so cocktails without alcohol. And it's not just, you know, juice anymore. These are these are crafted um, zero alcohol, uh, zero proof spirits. You know, and I think that the the issues that we spoke about with labor and food prices, I think these are going to drive uh, more trends. I think we're going to see, you know, prices rising. I think we're going to see menus shrinking, um, you know, and, and that's going to be with less staff. It's harder to produce, you know, a larger menu um, and to remain, you know, to keep that quality. I think the supply chain is going to further push that that you know, local, right? And local's been growing now for years, but I think mm-hmm. supply chain issues is gonna is gonna force it to be hyper local, right? What can we get here in this town, in this city, in this you know county? And with that, I think you know there's still gonna be a focus on sustainability. Um, and I and I think probably long term we're going to see a shift in the market where we're gonna have quick service restaurants and then super experience based fine dining. You know, I think that it's, it's really, you know, we're seeing such a, a explosion in, in both of these markets. And I think that's really where the consumers are going to go, right? It's either, you know, you need to eat now, you want it quick and, you know, it's not fast food, right? These are quick service. They're still high quality. You can still have healthy options. But then I think on the other end of the spectrum, you know, consumers, when they go out, they want that experience. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head. Um, at least in my experience going out, I'm, I'm totally one or the other. I just need to eat. I want food now or I want to have a really great experience. So I definitely think we're going to see a lot of that going forward. But John, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. Um, for anyone that might want to connect with you further, have more questions, where can they find you? Yeah, thank you, Brianna, so much. Uh, I think the best is LinkedIn. You can just search my name on LinkedIn and we can connect there. All right. Awesome. And for Star Micronics, you guys know where to find us at starmicronics.com or LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. And if you like today's episode, you know what to do. Please leave us a great review. Um, We really appreciate it. Thank you, John. Thank you, Brianna.